All right, here we are, Sunday night. That's right, it's time to rock, everybody. It's Bay Ragney here. It's Totally Drum Radio Rocks. Got a ton of music for you. Got a killer interview with a legend. And I mean a freaking legend. So, uh, yeah, later in the show, I get to talk to the one and the only Mr. Glenn fucking Hughes. That's right, Glenn Hughes is going to be on Totally Drum Radio Rocks tonight. Uh, stick around for that. But before we get to Glenn... And some of Glenn's new music, because his new album, I'm really thinking the new album, it's called Resonate, just might be album of 2016. It's just freaking phenomenal. But before we get to that, we have a bunch of new music. We got new music from Kill Switch Engage, new music from Taylor Hawkins from The Few Fighters, new music from Foreigner, new music from Metallica. Let's see, we got new music from Highly Suspect. And uh, yeah. There you go. We've got a bunch of other music that's out there today. Oh, new Tiger Tales as well. Got some classics. Got a lot of requests tonight. This uh, this week we got a bunch of requests, which I'm really psyched about. And uh, yeah, so let's start the show. Let's start the show with last week's guest, Mr. Chuck Garrick from uh, the band Bisto Blanco and Alice Cooper. Here's Bisto Blanco's last single, newest single. It's called Grind.
to the rejected Somewhere in the valley of tears You can't wake up with a knife As you're coming back to life And it cuts you as you're facing your fears Do you wanna die? Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna fight back?
Mandatory Metallica. I said, you know, Mandatory Metallica is so played out. Uh, so many uh, shows and stations around the country, probably even around the world, do Mandatory Metallica. We change it up here. We do it different. We do it real. We do it right. And we're paying respect. We do Mandatory Motorhead, paying respect to the one and only Mr. Lemmy Kilmeister. Uh, before that, requested 
from our buddy Tom down in Florida. Merciful fate, no presents for Christmas. Before that, brand new kill switch engage would cut me loose. Before that, the latest from the Black Star Riders when the night comes. Uh, before that one, also the latest from the 6 a.m. Barbarians, and we kicked off the show with Bisto Blanco with Grind. All right, here we go. Keeping a little bit of motorhead vein, uh, Mr. Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. Here's their latest single, Spiders.
Thank you.
Locally Driven Radio rocks. Now and then. There you go, our now and then segment for the week. Foreigner with brand new Foreigner, The Flame Still Burns. Which, uh, check out the video. The video just came out for that as well the other day. Um, really, really like commemorative video, like a, a, a retrospect of Foreigner's career. Really nice. So check that out. And I went back in time and played Head Games, a classic from Foreigner. 
Uh, before that one, we did uh, The Dead Daisies with Song and a Prayer. Before that, we did brand new Taylor Hawkins uh, from the Foo Fighters. Puts out a little solo. I'm not sure if it's a solo album or EP. I'd have to double check into that. But uh, he released this song and video this week. Uh, it's called Range Rover Bitch. And uh, you got to see the video. The video is just total really 70s Queen-esque style video. Um, yeah, but it's a great tune. Check it out. Uh, before that, our good friends in the art of anarchy, Mr. Bumblefoot and friends. There you go, with the madness. And uh, we kicked off that block of music with Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons with Spiders. All right. Coming up next is the heavy hitter of the week. Before that, got to pay the bills, got to keep the electric on, keep the lights on, keep the power on, keep the music playing. So give me three minutes to do that. Come back on the flip side, heavy hitter of the week, brand new Firewind with Mr. Gus G. And that's new, hands of time. Stay tuned. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin on the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your ghoul friend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or 
simply have some questions, please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Branch NMLS number 173453. Loan officer NMLS number 111400. All right, we're back. There you go. Three minutes. It's not that long, is it? I didn't think so. All right, here we go. You might know Gus G from Ozzy Osbourne, but here's his actual band, Firewind. They've got a brand new album coming out. Here's the first single. It's called Hands of Time.
All right, welcome back to the Radio Rock. And there you go. The one and only Ronnie James Dio, as requested, the last in line. Before that, brand new Metallica spit out the bone. That was also a request. Uh, before that, we did some super joint, new super joint, which came out a week ago. That's called Caught Up in the Gears of Application. Uh, before that, Lamb of God, the Duke, great friggin' song. Uh, before that, another requested song. I told you we had a lot of requests this week. I'm loving it. Body Count, There Goes the Neighborhood. All right, let's see what we got next. Uh, cover song of the week. Uh, this band is called Shallow Side. We actually had the singer on uh, earlier in the year, Eric Boatwright, a few months back. Uh, they have an album out, and this is their next single off of the album. They actually did a cover of the, the classic stick song, Renegade, and it's really an awesome version. You know, it, it, sound, it has that classic sticks Renegade sound, but it also has Shallow Side sound mixed in with it. A little modern on it, so it's great color. Check it out. Here it is, Shallow Side, Renegade. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Oh, man, he's putting into my running, and I'm so far from my home. Oh, mama, I can hear. So scared and all alone Hey man, he's coming down from the gallows And I don't have very long They take us up and use us out They finally
from Tiger Tales. Uh, the song was actually offered our first album many moons ago back in the late 80s uh, called Living Without You. And they've actually redone it a few times with the different singers they've had over the years. And they just did it again. They just released a limited edition. I think it's only 250 copies of Pink Vinyl. And it's got uh, it's the Shoot to Kill EP. And it's got Shoot to Kill, Living Without You, and one other song. Uh, all three which were uh, remakes from songs from the first album. And that was uh, Living Without You. So I, I figure that's, that's probably one of their biggest singles, and uh, it's a great song. So I had to do that before them. Love Tiger Tales. Uh, before that, Sister, uh, which is a band out of Sweden, little sleaze rock going on around Sweden called Unbeliever. Uh, before that, brand new, highly suspect, called Viper Strike. They have a great new album out, so check them out. Uh, before that, 
it was already on our heavy rotated list and it was requested as well. The beautiful, the wonderful, our good friend, Miss Rachel Loren, and I hate you. And we kicked it off with actually the band that Rachel was out on tour with, Shallow Side, and their cover of Styx's classic Renegade. So that leaves us back at commercial break time. I know. It goes by quick. Two blocks of music, a three-minute commercial. Two blocks a minute, three-minute commercial. That's how we work it here. Anyway, it's that time. Give me three more minutes. Pay the bills. The final round of bills. I got a block of music, and then I have a block of Glenn Hughes with an interview and four songs of this new album. So coming up after the break is our featured female artist of the week. The band's called City of the Week. The female is Steph with an F, and the song is Censoredist. Stay tuned. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Hey everybody, this is Nick Wilkinson from TV Nation and Totally Driven Radio and Entertainment. Sadly, each year, approximately 3.6 million children become victims of child abuse. My latest ebook, Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect, explores the long-lasting effects abuse can have on victims. Explore life after the abuse ends and how we cope with the tragedies of the past. Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect is available on Kindle for only 99 cents. And don't forget to check out my website, actingnotreacting.com, a common sense approach to teens in crisis. Let's work together and make this world a better place. And remember, stay driven. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or Simply have some questions. Please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12. Who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Branch NMLS number 173453. Loan Officer NMLS number 111400. All right, we're back. There you go. Tell Germany rocks three minutes. 
and it goes like that. Here we go. Feature female artist of the week. The band is City of the Week, like I said. The female is Steph with an F. We had her on Tilly's Room Radio yeah, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And here's their latest single. It's called Censor This.
tell you you're ready to rock. There you go, Ghost with Square Hammer. Before that, our good friends in Boba Flex with Mama Don't Take My Drugs Away. Before that, another requested song, Dream Theater, As I Am. Before that, the latest from Taiketo, Kick Like a Mule, which is a rockin' freaking song. Uh, before that, Enough's Enough with Good Love. And we kicked off that block of music with our featured female artists of the week, Step With an F and City of the Week and Censor This. All right, there you go. Five blocks of music, and now it's time for the block of magic with the legendary Glenn Hughes. Here's my interview with Glenn from last week. Uh, just, just a pure honor. Look, I'm speechless. I'm like stuttering my words. I don't care because I got to speak to a legend, and it was just amazing. And uh, yeah, just a good guy. And this new album, I can't rant and rave enough about it. If you haven't heard Resonate yet, go fucking buy it. Trust me on this. Here we go. Glenn Hughes and some Glenn Hughes music coming up. Hello, Glenn. Hello. Good morning. How are Hello. you? How are you? Where Hello. are you, Barry? Uh, actually, it's Bay. I'm sorry, man. Somebody said it was Barry. Their mistake. Hang on a second. Uh, it's quite all right. I think my... How are you, Barry? I'm good. I'm good. I'm over here in Philadelphia. Oh, I love Philly. Fucking great. Excellent. Yeah, it's, it, I don't think you've been here in a while. I mean, actually, yeah, you were just here, weren't you? You were in, in Sellersville well, over the summer. Yeah, and it was great. It was a fantastic show. It's all, it's all, I think the entire show is on YouTube, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? It was a, a really fantastic uh, audience we had there. Oh, that's great. That's great. So I, I guess... Um, you could be pretty happy with uh, with the whole buzz going around with this whole uh, the new Resonate album. I, I you know what it is, Bay. I don't know if you know too much about my what I've been going on with my medical stuff. I mean, I got sober in 1991. I traded my bar addiction to. I started to get really fit. I went to the gym. I started running, and get a visual. I am the Forrest Gump of rock. Uh, I, I, I I literally run. I, I, I run. Seriously, I'm not joking. I'm, I run 100 miles a week minimum on fucking pavement. Excuse my French. And and over the course of 25, six years, my knees just completely went uh, bone on bone. So sure. last December and January, I had them both replaced. So consequently, in the spring of this year, when I was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, I had nothing to do but write in my studio. I didn't have a contract to do an album. I just thought, I'm going to write some music. And, and after about 12 or 13 songs, I'm going, I think I've got an album's worth of songs here. <laughs> then I started, to write, I started to write lyrics about what I've been going through, about what we, we as humans have been going through. I, I, and by the way, Bay, I don't write about goblins and elves and hobbits. If you know right. my music, I only write about, I write about the spiritual conditions and the fear and the faith and, and no faith and, 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 you know, the seven deadly sins. I don't, I'm not really a hobbit singer. So I got to sing about, you know, stuff that, that affects us as humans, you know. Hence sure. the title Resonate. And, you know, and, and please don't ask me what it, what, what, why did you call the album Resonate? Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, that was one of the things I was wondering too going through like uh, the health conditions you've gone through recently with the knees and didn't you have some heart trouble too a few years back I had 
check this out. This is this is this is not funny, but it will be funny to you. Three and a half years ago, on my birthday, August twenty first, thirteen, um, I had open heart surgery. Um, I had my aorta had got huge. I was in South Africa with uh, Doc Slash and Matt from from Guns, and we we have a band called Kings of Chaos, and it was the last night, and I was with Slash in his room, and my heart started skipping a beat, and I said, may I be excused, and I went to my room, the doctor was with me, and my, I went into arrhythmia, a real fast arrhythmia, and we all knew, my team of people knew that I had really had difficulty with my heart, you know, so I went straight back home to LA, and we had open heart surgery, and I told my, my PR guy, whatever you do, I don't want this going out to the world. So six months after I got out of hospital, he thought, hmm, I think I'll tell Billboard magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, of course, I got Billboard calling me up going, what's all this? What's, what's all this? I denied it. So, yeah, I've had open heart surgery. I've had two new knees. I've had this. I've had that. I'm a bionic man. But most importantly, I'm still alive on the right side of the grass. Absolutely. So being that you are the now the uh, the bionic man, uh, do you think that's kind of motivated you to to do more music? Because you've been putting out a lot of albums over the last few years as well, with all your different projects. It, it's I don't know, man. I think when I got sober all those years ago, I, I don't remember the eighties. I just don't remember the eighties. I found it I found it very difficult to write when I was using drugs. I just just couldn't do it. When my head became clear, when I got into the spiritual condition, I'm not talking, I'm not talking religion, I spoke spiritual stuff, I started to, to write, you know, write poems and, you know, lyrics and stuff. And, and ever since I've been sober, I've been sort of, I've got a studio and I, I, I go in there and I shut the door and I write all these songs and, you know, and it's like I've just, you know, manipulated and excavated all these songs, uh, manufactured all this material, so I can write, and it, it, writing for me is—I don't do it for monetary reasons. I do it because it really helps me. When I see words on paper that I've written, or I also love love reading other people's work, or other poets, or other spiritual uh, guide work. So I, I love it. That's awesome. That, that you know, that's uh, that's true love of uh, of the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. I'm very, I'm very blessed to uh, go ahead. No, I, I was I was just going to say, um, it, it kind of seems like too, as of late over the last few years as well. Like when you do release an album, it, it's it's like you've gained a lot more respect throughout the musical world and between the fans and the critics and just everybody involved. It just seems like you really have gained so much respect lately. I don't know if you know that much about me, babe, but I am from the 60s. I'm born in the UK, and I grew up listening to, obviously, the Beatles, you know. And then I, all of a sudden in 66, I heard Stevie Wonder, little Stevie Wonder, and Marvin Gaye, and, and Otis Redding. And as Robert Plant was listening to, you know, while Willie Dixon and stuff like that, I was listening to the mm-hmm. soulful stuff. And it's like, I'm, I'm very much a Detroit Although I was born in the UK, my soul was born in Detroit. So I'm very much influenced by American music. And um, I've got this ability to to switch gears, you know. Right. Um, I'm not a one-dimensional rock performer. 
as Bowie, um, Bowie lived at my house for six months in, in the mid-70s um, wow. while he was making an album, and I, he, he taught me so much about always you know, reinventing yourself and always changing. Right. So that's what I've done. I've, nev I've never really, if you know anything about my music, I've never rewrote. Like, I, I, can't, I won't name names, but you'll, you'll hear a band and you'll hear a song they've done and you'll think, well, that kind of sounded like that last one. <laughs> you know? Right. I know right. it's a style. I know it's like a style they have, but I've never rewrote Burn. I've never rewrote Soul Mover. And I've never rewrote Black Country. It's like I've just never rewrote those songs, you know? I, I push myself to take, you know, I like to take a bit of a risk, you know? Sure. Does it get harder and harder for you to write music? To mean that you're always trying to reinvent? No, man. It really... I mean, people that come over, people that work for me, and people that, like, ask me the same question, it's like, I can't do anything really well. I mean, I mean I'd like to tell you a fib, but I can't do much of anything but write and sing. You know, that's what I do. It's, it's you know... Um, I'm, I'm a fan of, of athletes. I'm really good friends with people that are like, you know, really, you know, famous athletes. And I'm amazed right. at what they can do with their bodies, you know. And it's like, it's like, it's like second nature, you know. Whether whether you like me or you don't like my music, it's like I, I have been given a gift to write very freely. It's it's a freedom, you know. It's a it's a real right. free choice, and it's something that I've been extremely grateful for <laughs> now with the with the new album resonate you've you've uh you've said that this is the complete glenn album yeah well probably what i should have said you know bro when we were doing the album in copenhagen um my guitar player soren we're, we're in his we're in his studio in copenhagen and i wanted i didn't want nobody to know i was there i didn't want so some metal magazine found out I was in the studio and they were hounding me for an interview. And I said, oh, all right, you can come down. And we're, we're you know, we're cutting the track and he, he, he's, the guy's doing an interview and I'm, I'm actually, I can't hear it. And of course that interview went global and I might, I might have said, well, this is the first kind of complete Glenn album. And of course, when you said that for the first time, it just goes like wildfire. What I probably <laughs> said was, this is the first album that I've completely written everything on and produced it, hence it being a Glenn album. Yeah, as you know, I write most of the songs for Black Country Communion, but it's not a Glenn album. So gotcha. this being, this being, because my name's on the front, Although I do feature mm -hmm. my band very heavily, Chad's on there, Smith, and I feature my keyboard player really a lot on this album. You know, I wanted to be a certain element. I felt such. It's taken me 65 years to go. I know who's going to actually produce my next album now. That would be <laughs> me, you stupid swine. Only, <laughs> only because I, I, I just when I listen to some of the work I've done with other people. It's been very grand and glorious, but when I listen to the work I've done with Resonate, it was so bloody easy because I've got these ideas in my head. 
about melatons, about background vocals, about you know backwards of this and, and, and spinning this way, and, and, and it's going. I'm actually going to do what Brian Wilson might have done in 1967. I wanted to see if I could actually do that and have the balls to follow through with my idea. And I said, you know something? I'm going to do it. And lo and behold, this album has been the greatest reviewed album I've ever had in my entire life. Now, I can't say how good or bad this is, but the reviews are telling me it's pretty damn good. I'll tell you what, when I got a copy of it and I was listening to it, I, I was I was literally blown away. I was sitting here like, holy shit, like one after another. I'm just like, every song in this, I, I mean, it's just a rock hit. Every song has just incredible. And then actually, my favorite one I kept going back to was Long Time Gone. And then I saw you release it as a single, and I was blown away. I mean, that is such a beautiful yeah. song. That's probably the first song I wrote. I wrote that. And I, I write, every, I don't know if you know this, but I write everything on acoustic guitar. Even even songs like God of Money, they're all, all, all written on acoustic. You know, when I write with Tony Iommi, we write on acoustic guitars. I mean, it doesn't matter how heavy you are. Um, I think McCartney said everything was written on acoustic guitar. I mean, and that's where I write. So the denseness of certain songs like God of Money, and then you got like nothing's the same with just an acoustic guitar. All right. the nuances of me, it's like... I love singing, man. I, I, I'll die a sing. I mean, Tony Bennett, somebody I really love. I, I was Frank Sinatra's, a friend of Frank Sinatra's in the 80s because he's a valet, was my best best man at my wedding. So I got to mingle with, with Frank Sinatra and Tony Bennett in the 80s when I was out on my mind. And I was thinking to myself, if I could only ever have a career with longevity, you know, with longevity, and it kind of it. is happening, you know. So I'm really grateful that I've stuck around long enough to carry that message, you know, because, you know, if you know my story, I should be bloody dead like years ago, but I didn't die, so I'm, I'm, so, I'm so grateful. You didn't die, and you're, like, putting out better music each time. Like, it, it, you keep getting better and better, so it's a beautiful thing. You know what it is, bro? I, um... I don't know what it is. I, I, I know what it is. It's really difficult to say. It, it's that when I write, I mean, Joe was here last week, Bonamata, and we, we come down to write, and I've just got this thing about knowing what I should do um, alone or knowing how I should, you know, write with Joe or Jason or Derek or whoever I'm working with. And it's just like a, an etiquette thing, but I also know what doesn't work. I also know what won't work. And it's like, right. I think it's because I've been doing it for almost five decades now. I, I know my art. You know, I don't want to sound like Soundgarden or Motley Crue or, or, or Alice in Chains. These are all my friends. I don't want to sound like them. I want to sound like Glenn. And it's like, right. I don't know what that is because people tell me I sound like Glenn. You know, if I don't sound like sure. Glenn, I'll say, yeah, I sound like somebody else. I just want to have that Glenn sound. And I think Long Time Gone is absolutely Glenn. It's Glenn because you know it's the melodic Glenn, it's the funky Glenn, it's the rock Glenn, it's the dramatic Glenn. You know, it's it's part and parcel of who I am. And again, it's it's crazy, but it's taken 65 years to get that. 
Wow. Yeah. I, now, I mean, now a lot of people, a lot of people listening, or will probably think, uh, no, actually, it hasn't taken that long because you've been doing it for quite some time. But I think this is the most focused Glenn I've been in a long time. I mean, wow. I've been sober a long time, but I, I think me me having these knee replacements really kept me grounded, if you will, long enough to, to study. I, I like to call it studying. I'm never going to not. Like, I, I, I hate it when I see some young guy going, I've got it! I found the <laughs> missing cord! No, you haven't, you stupid bitch. Never gonna. You gotta keep searching. You have to keep searching for that missing cord. You know. So uh, long may that continue. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, uh, as I sit there and uh, um, you know start putting questions together for an interview, I'll sit there and I'll listen to the music and I get really get into it. And uh, this morning I was sitting there and I had a long time gone came on, and my wife was sitting there and she's like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "Glenn Hughes." She's like, that song is amazing. I was like, there you go. Converted another one. <laughs> you know, when I wrote that song, here's what I do when I'm writing. I write in the morning around this time. It's 10 to 10 in the morning. I'm normally in the studio. But at night time, when the house is calm, and I have a guitar in my bedroom, and I play a song that I've written that day, my wife used to produce music for TV, and now she's not doing that. She's an accountant now. But I play her what I've been doing, and she doesn't say much. She doesn't really say much, but sometimes she'll go, oh, honey, that's really nice, or something. You know, something. Uh, and it's like, you know, I always bounce stuff off of her. But the chords on Long Time Gone are very dramatic, and it's like, it's, it's like, I was asking myself questions. Can I do this? Can I actually? And I'm, then the one part of my brain goes, well, you can because you wrote it. You just have to, have to walk through the fear and, and, and produce it. Right. Because if I'm on a label, for instance, Bay, if I'm on a record label that primarily releases, if you look at the label I'm on, and no disrespect to that label, they have Def Leppard and White Snake and and, you know, Great um, White and all these bands from the 80s. Mm-hmm. For all my friends, by the way. I'm thinking, okay, they're, they're marketing this, this album to, you know, the classic rocks and the, the, the spins and the, and, 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 the, and the rock magazines. Right. I've got to make records that's going to sell in that marketplace. But can those records also be Glenn records? Can Glenn actually stay in his own body long enough to make an album that will generate to those listeners? And not only have I done that, but I've generated that and also I generated their their children. I mean, I'm getting a lot of new uh, mid-twenties people loving this album. Yeah. You know? It's great. It, it truly is. You really got to be proud of yourself. I'm proud of myself, but the, the, it ticks my brain because I write, if you only know the, the amount of songs I write, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I write, I stockpile songs that I, I keep forgetting I've got. And it's like, I write insistently on all the time, you know, uh, it, it's what I do. 
so um, I'm so blessed that I have never had, and I'm pushing wood at, and there you go, pushing wood there, that I've never had writer's block. Like Sting had writer's block for 10 years, didn't he, or something? Right. And now he's come back with that, that album. It's like, oh, God, please. You know, um, I've just been very fortunate. When I think about the, I never bow down to the God of money, I'm letting you know that anything that comes before my heart can never get in the way of who I am. I've gone without because I've, I've believed in a piece of music or a piece of work so strongly that I could not do something else to make a quick buck. Right. You know, it's, what I'm saying on this record is I'm letting you know how I feel about the world, about... I understand that economically people have got to do things to put food on the table and stuff like that, but it doesn't work for me that way. Wow. So you actually got a little bit of, like, you had a tour booked, and now it got canceled or a whole big mix-up going on? God, can you believe that? Let's, let's talk about that. So I won't, I won't name the other band. I was partnering called co-headlining. I've never co-headlined a tour in my entire life. Let's just say this. The other band were on the schedule with me since last April. This, that's like seven months ago. Three wow. weeks ago. Wow, okay. Three, three weeks ago. Only three weeks ago. They pulled off the tour. They didn't tell me. They, they went on Twitter and announced it. So consequently, we tried to, my team tried to, to, to remain on tour because I think... Uh, I, no disrespect to the band. I'm, I think more people were coming to see me. But because it was a contract, the promoter uh, in Europe had to pull the, the tour. It just so happens the day the tour started was the day my album came out. And rather than freak out, my team rescheduled the dates. We're announcing the dates next week. It's pretty much the same kind of tour without the other band playing with me. Okay. But that was a real... That was a real hindrance to me, babe, because I've never not known, I've never known anybody who'd be so dumb to have their fans buy tickets to see them and they just pull out. I've never broke a contract in my entire life. Now, as we know, today's a different day. People are breaking contracts every, everywhere you go. But I right. think if somebody's, bought a, if, if somebody's bought a ticket and it says that Glenn Hughes on it, I'm going to fucking show up. Um, so no disrespect to the other band that didn't show up, but um, they know what I think about them. Yeah, when I when I was reading that, I was like blown away. I couldn't believe that happened. I mean, it was just I, wow. I I, 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 it was beyond. I, I, I never get angry. As you can see, I'm stuttering right now. I, I was, I was <laughs> overcome with, I was overcome with how dumb, how stupid, and apparently this other band have done this twice in Europe in the last year. Ooh. And it's like, I'm taking, a, I took a bit of a beating from the general public because those, some people are just, don't get it, you know. Right, right. But my fans, my real, my real fan base, I, I don't know if you know, but I have a real strong one-on-one -on -one relationship with a lot of people on the internet. They know that I wouldn't do that to them. So the tour is uh, being announced uh, next week and, and um, everybody will get to see me in January. I'm, I'll be right. I'll be back there in January. So, and I'll be in America in April. Oh, cool! Very cool. So, what are you going to be doing now these next two months? I, I, I guess uh, more writing. 
I'm writing Black Country Communion. Joe uh, and I uh, wrote the music at my studio in the last couple of weeks. And now he's on the road, and now I'm doing lyrics and to be recorded in January. The album comes out in May, and Black Country Communion 4 will be, will be the next one. And it's, I think it's going to be a grand and glorious album. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait. Now, will you guys be doing a tour as I well? Or? Oh, God, you know, what I, what I can't do, Bay, I, 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 I can't say to you, because I've said this before, because I'm the only one that does press for black country. In, in five years, I'm the only one that talks to the press. I get myself in hot water because if I say something like, I oh, will see you in Philly like in, in June, and we don't show up. I don't want to get shot in the ass. So what I'll say to you: Let's get in the app. Let's get in the in the studio in January, and let's see how it goes. But Joe and I decided last week that we think that the album is that good. While striking it, the the there shall there shall be some shows. Now I say some shows. I don't know when uh, or where. But for God's sake, <laughs> I hope it's in America. <laughs> so um, I don't know when. I, I don't know if you know so much about Joe, but he tours in constantly, and Resonate is going to be toured around the world from January the twentieth. So hopefully there'll be a window of shows that we can do that. Yeah, that would be awesome. A lot of a lot of good things happening. A lot of good things. I'm excited, Glenn. A lot of good things. I'm I'm very healthy. Um, can't complain, man. It's um, I'm on the right path. Um, I, I I shake my head sometimes because I've lost 11 friends this year. People that we've all lost. I knew sure. nine out of the uh, famous 11 that had died. Um, Bowie, of course, being my roommate in the in the mid 70s. Um, right. It was a difficult difficult time for all of us. We lost icons, and some of these were my friends, you know. So, and, and, and you know my story, man. I should have died uh, 27 years ago. I had a heart attack, and I, ta- I turned it all around, you know. I was with Lemmy four days before he died. He died with his boots on, for God's sake. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's, it has been a sad year. It's, it's been a, a like, mind-blowing, numbing year of death. It, it's just a shame. It, it, and it ain't. And, and, and trust me, and, and, and I'm, I'm being respectful. It ain't over yet, pal. You know, it's, it's yeah. just look. About five years ago, I said something, you know, because I'm looking at Mick Jagger and Townsend and, and 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 Jimmy Page, my friends, and I'm going, you know, in in, in the next ten years, this the landscape is gonna change. Yeah. You know, you look at Keith and you go, man, how the fuck is he still alive? You know? <laughs> right. You know, it's like had had a. I mean, Mooney. I mean, Mooney. I mean, he was obviously he was sick as shit when he died. Uh, but it's like it's like you scratch your head, don't you? It's like you just never know. I'm just and, one of the lucky warriors. One of the things too that I mean, with all these uh, names you mentioned, who are truly icons. Um, even the ones that we lost this year, it's like there's nobody coming up to take their place. 
Oh man, it's 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 a difficult it's difficult for me to answer that because I have to spread carefully. If you think about it, vocally, I'm talking vocally. The only singer, the only two singers in the last 25 years that have been worth like to put in a in like uh, you know with Robert Platt, Paul Rogers, has been Jeff Buckley and Chris Cornell. They are, that's the only two guys for me in rock. One of them's gone, you know. It's like I don't think there's anybody out there. I'm talking big time out there. Right. I mean, this band's like Muse. Muse have broken through, but it's like I'm talking. I'm talking stadium shit now. Right. I'm not talking new metal music. I don't even know what that is. But I'm talking U2 kind of bigness. So I don't know. I love Rival Sons, but they can't sell records, you know. They can't. They're not moving any seats, you know. I love those boys. They're good friends of mine. I really want them to succeed, but. I can't see where it's coming from, bro. Yeah. You know where I think it's going to go? I think it, it needs to go back to a Jeff Buckley. One guy, one guitar, like a Leonard Cohen. It needs to go back to one dude, one guitar, or one keyboards. And let's hear the organicness of that voice. And let's hear where it all comes from. Let's hear some great poetry. I want to, I want to, I want, I want to, like you, I want to be blown away. Right. Now, would you ever do that? Would you do a tour like that, just you and a guitar? I've done it. I've done it five years ago, and I'll, when I had my book come out, I'll probably do... I'm doing stuff next summer that will be a, 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 with orchestra, so I'm going to be in Russia doing something in the spring, doing orchestras and stuff, so with an acoustic, so I will get there. Listen, I've got another interview coming in. All right, Glenn. Well, I just want to thank you. And, and real quick, if I can just get you to cut an ID for me. This is Glenn Hughes, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Hi, this is Glenn Hughes, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Thanks, Glenn, so much. It's been an honor. My best to you and your wife. Thank you so much, Bay. Have a great day. You too. Bye. You will receive You'll find it in the 
my town, this is my love, this is my town, there is no division. This is my town, this is my love, this is my soul. This is my town. This is my love.
Here they go, Mr. Glenn Hughes. That song, I love that song. I just love that song. I can't stop listening to it. Long time gone. Uh, before that, we did Let It Shine, My Town, and the first single off the Resonate album, Heavy. So there you go. And I said, you better go get that album. I, I, I can't respect you if you don't buy that album. And I mean it. Seriously. Go freaking get it. Anyway, uh, there you go. Episode number 52, which actually means, I guess, uh, we're now actually a year old. Our Total Gym Radio Rock Show. How about that? Our Total Gym Radio Show returns live on Thursday night. That show is now uh, four years old, I think it is. Yeah, because we're over 200 episodes of that one. So, um, yeah. All right. So Thursday night we return to your radio. Uh, Total Gym Radio Rocks will return next weekend. And uh, make sure you check out all the other shows on the network. Just go to TotalGymRadio.com, TotalGymTV.com. Um, look for us all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Check us out. And if you want to send in your requests, like uh, a lot of people did this week, you can shoot me an email at BayRagney at gmail.com, or you can shoot me a tweet at BayRagney. Um, there you go. Yeah. Until next week, everybody. Stay driven. See ya.